Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In one moment, a gift most humans never receive in a lifetime. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Starting next week, this is my sec. Bob breaks down the NFL. No! Jeff Lutz. Are you kidding me? You're terrible at it. Ninety-seven five and twelve forty KFH. You're invited to partake of it. Oh, gasp! I'm so excited. Stand by for action. Welcome back, hour number two, our Jive Talk segment here on the Bob and Jeff Show. Eight six nine twelve forty is the number. The IHOP hotline. Max Power producing and engineering. I'm Bob Lutz. My co-host is Jeff Lutz, and we got another hour left in the show. Tomorrow, Sydney McKinney will join us. Shocker softball at 225. Uh, their season ended uh, with a comeback by Nebraska the other night. Yeah. Uh, too bad. But the Shockers with another great season. And I've been trying to figure out where Sidney McKinney ranks. You know I'm a ranking guy. Uh, all-time Shocker athletes. Uh, well, it's hard because she doesn't have the mystique surrounding her like Xavier McDaniel does or – Dave Stallworth does. Those people are almost mythical. And I don't know. Sydney McKinney, just career, her career just ended, and it was the best career. She doesn't have an op- opportunity to go gain further mystique. Not necessarily, unless you're a diehard and really pay attention to but we don't. professional softball. As a society, we don't. It's too bad. Well, I mean, it's too bad, but it's real. Uh, but in terms, the Olympics. Her, in terms of her contribution... As an athlete to Wichita State, she's in that class. Yeah, what if she won a gold medal? Is softball even still in the Olympics? It changes. I don't know. That's for you to know. That's, well, you I don't, know I don't pay attention to the small details. Yeah, like the Olympics. My job is the overall vision of the show. Well, I'm blind. It's in, it's in my contract. You look at the vision. Let Jeff do the smaller stuff that, uh, that, that you know, that needs to be taken care of. No wonder we do. The we show certainly in don't the want dark. to weigh you down with that. No wonder we do the show. That's in the all dark. in my contract. You can't just interrupt me. No wonder what we do the show in the dark. What do you mean we do the show in the, the vision. dark? Vision, there is none. Well, we got can't perfect see. lighting down. Can't here. see anything. Also on tomorrow's show, Wichita Steve Radley uh, will be our guest. Uh, he has a small part in the new Scorsese movie. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, John Lithgow. A lot of superstars. Uh, We'll be out in October, and it's already getting tremendous, tremendous buzz, as you would expect. Yeah. Uh, Anytime Martin, I'll call him Marty Scorsese. that guy. Puts out a movie. Uh, And Steve Radley will join us to talk about his experience filming that movie. I can't wait for that. You want to hear my... Can you? Yeah. Is he a Wichita? Yes. 
Okay, because he said something about thanks for coming to Oklahoma or something. We didn't know where, because I This pitched, movie was filmed in Oklahoma. I know, but why was he there? Filming the movie. Steve, they didn't say, hey, Steve, we need you for a part. He was an extra. So yeah, he was an extra who interviewed. Here, you, if you want to, know, if you're going to insult our guest, I'm not insulting him. If you're, if you're going to, by asking where he lives, that's an insult. If you're going to insult our guest, I'd like you to at least have the information. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I insinuated. He <laughs> got to audition for this part via Zoom, and it was with uh, casting director Ellen Lewis who's one of the most famous casting directors in the world. He got to do that with her via Zoom. Well, that's cool. That is cool. I'm going to say something to my Channel 12 cohorts. Stop ignoring me. I put this out there. Um, I put out another good story idea last week or the week before. These things just fall by the wayside, and I, and I, need, I need more than that. Well, you, put, you need to push for it. I would. I will. I mean, you know, there's there, there's always a visual element. I know, and that that's, this is hard. That. This is right. a hard story for the visual. So if you can't do the visual element at a TV station, you really don't have much. Yeah, I know, but it's a. This isn't newspaper. I'll do a web story. It's not. It's not the newspaper. This isn't the paper industry. Yeah, I know. This is the television. I know, but it's. I'll now I'll do a web story. Let me the paper. You could do stories like this. When I used to work at the paper, yeah. we'd uh, obviously... Are we doing our draft? We'd obviously pursue something like this. Pursue. Pursue at the paper. And afterwards, we'd probably have pizza. Yeah. I don't know why you like... don't like uh, the way I talk anymore. It's too... It's just the p- you, too much emphasis. Pizza, paper. You don't paper. Paper. We don't need all paper. that. I don't need you spitting into the microphone. How do you say paper? Paper. No, you don't. You don't say it like that. Paper. Everybody emphasizes the first no syllable. No says paper. Everybody, you don't say, oh, I went down and read the paper. Read the and paper. You say, I read the paper. Read the paper. 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 The first syllable gets the emphasis. I guess. That's That's how I, that's how I see it. And also tomorrow we'll have a game. We're working on other things. Duda will be in Friday, either with you or the three-man booth. I'm not sure yet. Well, maybe with you. No, I need some time, as you know. Okay, well, maybe he can be in for me on Thursday. No, he can't do Thursday. Why? He's already told me. I check with him every week. How come I never get to take a day off? You were off a day last week. Yeah, when we weren't originally supposed to have a show. No, you were off uh, the day I did it with Duda. No, you did it with Mike Furches. Yeah, that day, the day I did it with uh, David Michael Hahn. I mean, you get more days off than... uh, Yeah, but I never get Duda. I have to search uh, the bottom of the barrel for my people. Now you're insulting Mike (laughs) Furches? And by the way, you you've never done Mike. You've never been on just with Mike first. I haven't. He's a very good co-host. What did you guys talk about? Well, we talked about all kinds of things. That sounds riveting. And uh, with David Michael Hahn, we had one of the better shows we've had because uh, we fabricated a story and ran with it for two hours. Not two hours, basically. And it does appear that the Coyotes might. 
will be moving out of Phoenix. Perhaps. Sounds like Kansas City could be a destination. Hartford has been mentioned. I heard they were going to move if a franchise came back to Hartford. Yeah, we were talking about the Hartford Whalers last week with Duda. They are now the Carolina Hurricanes and are playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. I had the pleasure of spending a short amount of time in Hartford uh, in my I can't imagine it was career. that great. Well, it was, a, it was a trip that we made to uh, Providence for the NCAA tournament, and we drove into Hartford and through Hartford and stopped for lunch in Hartford. That counts, right? That means believe, I've been to Hartford. Sure. Can you believe they had a WrestleMania in Hartford? Sure. What a what a dis- depressing. Hartford's a big uh, big city. But WrestleMania? What's wrong with Hartford? Oh, it was horrible. WrestleMania 11. Don't ever watch it. It's hor- horrific. Well, isn't WWE headquartered in Hartford? It, that's why they had it there. It's in Stamford, but that's well, that's yeah, right outside of Hartford. They were going broke and. Yeah, see, it's it's it didn't go anywhere. Nothing wrong with Hartford. It's fine. Not a thing wrong with it. Never been. I'm sure it's great. The Northeast. Uh, I've always enjoyed my time there. Never been to the Northeast. Well, is that going to be a, a place that you look to go? Hartford. No, the Northeast. Well, I've I've only been to Philadelphia. That's as far as I've been. Well, that's never the Northeast. Ever been to New York or Rhode Island or Boston. Massachusetts? Never into New England, New Jersey, nothing. Uh, never into Maryland or even to Maryland. Never into uh, Delaware. Or I've been to Delaware, which is strange because not it's just a little short trip over from Maryland. Why didn't I go to Delaware? Well, we didn't go to Delaware. Well, I've been to Maryland. A I've few been times. to Delaware, but we didn't go on that trip. I know, but I'm saying I've been to Maryland a few times. You've been to Washington, haven't you? Yes. Did you did you do much of the sightseeing there? How old were you? We went. Was I with you? We went once, and then I went with uh, my mom. And What's wrong with your eyes? Itches. Do you do this on te- television? I try not to. That'd be really distracting. I think we went to D.C. twice, with uh, once for an Eagles concert and once to go sightseeing. Well, there's, no, there's nothing like D.C. I almost feel like I've done the last of my long journeys, although I was watching a show last night, uh, and... They mentioned, the guy, one of the characters in the show, mentioned a train trip through Canada. Now, i gotta, I got to talk to Duda about that. It sounds like it'd be really something I'd enjoy. But it sounds like it would take about nine years. I think a train trip would be fun. I think I would enjoy that. Do you, they bring you meals and stuff? Well, I mean, you got to pay for them. They don't just bring them to. I understand you. that, but like, it's like a full service thing. I don't have to hop off and. I don't go to know McDonald's. if it's full service. You got to pay for. I want, it. Well, that's, uh, paying is still a service. I rode the train to Chicago several years ago. What was that like? It was a fun trip. You got to leave from Newton in the morning before you, before the sun comes up, and you arrive back uh, in the middle of the night. That's just kind of the way it works. Wait, you came back? On the train? You went, You made a round trip on the same day? No, you... You said you came back in the middle of the night. Yeah, on a different night. <laughs> well, that's not what it sounded like. What's... I mean, uh, how can I be any more clear? <laughs> yeah, I there are a lot you, of ways. You leave in the middle of the morning. And you, you get don't back just, in the middle of the night. Yeah, in, in a different night. Okay, but that's not what it, you said. I spent four or five days in Chicago. 
and enjoyed it. You can just hop off, right? The train first train trip I ever took was when it ran through Wichita down at Old Union Station in 1965. My dad and I took the train to Houston to see the Astrodome. That's a long, long trip. It's a long trip. Well, yeah, it's a long trip. And uh, we watched the Cardinals the first night. Gibson pitched. And I couldn't believe the Astrodome when I walked into the place. It was just awe-inspiring. I, I'd never seen anything like it before or after. Now, today, it wouldn't be quite the thing. But it was the eighth wonder of the world. It would still be pretty cool, but they tore it down. And then we stayed uh, for the next day, and we watched the Reds and the Astros. With, uh, and I remember Frank Robinson uh, for the Reds. So we watched two games. We took a little uh, trip to Galveston. I'm, I can't remember if we rented a car. Or, I was pretty young. That's quite. That's a few hours, isn't it? Oh, it's not a few hours. It's all, just a hop down there to Galveston. I thought it was like seven or eight hours to Houston and ten to Galveston. No, look it up, man. The Houston to Galveston's not that far. Fine, I believe you. Now you got me wondering. Well, let's find out. Uh, but anyway, that was a good trip. Sounds like a heck of a trip. And that's the. Uh, th- those are the only two train trips I've ever taken. An hour. Now my wife would enjoy a train trip to Santa Fe, and that's certainly something we'll look at. I sure hope so. I gotta. I gotta think about that. If I were younger, here that would be on my list, as would a trip to the Northwest. Never been to the state of Washington or Idaho or Montana. See, this is the Michael Block mentality. I'm too old to do this. I thing. am a little old, but that's okay. You're, you're still here. Do what you want to do. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. And the train trip through Canada sounds intriguing. Well, go but for I got to get Duda's thoughts on that. Why? Because he's a Canadian. I understand that, but if it sounds fun to you. You'll be able to give me some insight well, onto, uh, in, it, as, as to whether that is a uh, enticing trip. Sounds like a three-man booth for us then on Friday. Maybe it will be. We'll see. I'll, I'll make that decision a little while later. All right. You take We'll your take time. a break now. I want to give us plenty of time for the Bob and Jeff draft, uh, which we've done now a couple of times. Today's category Before. is the funniest people. The funniest ever, people, right? We can yeah. choose people. Who are funniest people me. ever, not current. Uh, we're gonna pick eight each. Max will determine the unofficial winner. The official winner. Twitter will determine the winner. Yeah, that's not really how it goes. That's how it goes for me. Understood, but no. Back in a minute, Bob and Jeff, KFH. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're going to play the Bob and Jeff draft. Uh, maybe, Max, we need to come up with a, a music liner for this. 
Maybe the one that uh, ES, I don't know. Max will figure it out. Uh, but we're each going to make eight picks. We're going to flip a coin for who gets to go first or defer. Uh, I'll call it. Jeff, you flip it. I'm going to call tails. It is. Oh, hold on. I had this thing up, and then I didn't. It is. Tails. Okay, go ahead. So you want to go first or second? I will defer. I will let Jeff make the first pick. The funniest people to ever live. Each of us get eight choices. Then Max Power, our producer, is going to make the judgment about who had the better draft. Then we'll put it out on Twitter where you can vote at Bob Lutz, at KFH Radio. Uh, I'll copy Jeff on it. So his his followers will have a shot at it. Uh, who's your pick? I will select Robin Williams. Darn it. Now, are you doing that because you think he's funny or because... I'm trying to win. Wait, that doesn't answer my question. Sure. I do think he's funny. That's a, uh, that's a tough pick. Uh, that, that's thrown me for a little bit of a loop. You All right. Take him? Why didn't you just take... Number one. Well, I don't want number. I don't want number one. That's why. <laughs> Clearly, you do. Um. <laughs> boy, I don't know. Yeah, this is a hard draft. No one's, no one's uh, denying that. It's nearly impossible. It is a tough, tough, tough draft. I'm going to take Richard Pryor. And my second pick is going to be. Um, Johnny Carson. I think I just won, but we'll see. We'll see at the end. You get you get two picks now. The Bob and Jeff draft funniest people ever. Who are you adding to your list? I will take Don Rickles. Thank you. And my next choice will be Steve Martin. Well, that hurts. I had Martin in my sights. Um, next, I get to pick. You do. And uh, let's see here. This is tough. This is really, really tough. It's not easy. <laughs> Funny people, the category. As far as I know, that is the category, yes. I will take, with my two picks... Oh, man. You okay? You, I don't want to mess up. I think there's a time limit here. I don't want to mess up. You know what I mean? I hear you. These are people I think are funny, right? It's, that's the t I will take Don Knotts, and I will take Rodney Dangerfield. Do you think Rodney Dangerfield's funny? I think he's hilarious. We'll see what the voters think. You don't think he's funny? I do. I was going to probably pick him, but I don't know if you think he's funny. Of course I think he's funny. All right, you're next, too. I will select Chris Farley and David Letterman. Farley and Letterman uh, out the window. So far, just five are Robin Williams, Don Rickles, Steve Martin, Chris Farley, David Letterman. My four are Richard Pryor, Johnny Carson, Don Knotts, and Rodney Dangerfield. 
I've got two to pick here. Eddie Murphy will be one. Yeah. And so overrated. Whatever. And my second one uh, will be, and this this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Oh, I hope this next one. I'm not going to pick him. I hope he lasts. Uh, will be George Carlin. Mm. That was that was going to be my pick right there. Um, hmm. I will go. Larry David. You don't think Larry David's funny? Yes, You've I do. You've never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've watched clips of it all the time. I don't have HBO, but I've seen a bunch of it on YouTube. Um, and with my emotional pick, I will select the great, the late great, Bernie Mac. Oh, that'll cost you. No, it won't. <laughs> the funniest human being ever to live. You get one more pick. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take, with my picks, because we have no women, and we should, I'm going to pick Tina Fey, and I'm also going to pick Jim Carrey. Well, that just lost. Has that ever, lost for you. Has there ever been anybody less funny than Jim Carrey? Oh, my God. Um, I will go with a sentimental pick. I believe here to try to win some. Well, that's tough. Do I want to get the Twitter crowd or do I want to get the? Max? Wait a minute, I'm replacing Carrie. No, you can't. No, I can't. No, you cannot. Because I meant to. I meant to have Don Knotts in there, and you, you know have that. Don Knotts, huh? You do have Don. Oh, Knotts. I do have Don Knotts. All right, Carrie. Who's your eight? Uh, huh. let's go. Time limit. Do I want to go Twitter crowd or do I want to go Max? Which win means the most to you? That's a good question. Because I want to win the Max vote. No, you don't. Of course I do. You just said Twitter was the one that mattered. I will take whew, Norm MacDonald. Well, you just lost this competition. Uh, here are some of the folks that were not taken. Okay, in this draft, Chris Rock not taken. I'm shocked. Will Ferrell, yawn. Um, Amy Poehler, Tim Conway not taken. Shocking. I don't know. Amy Schumer, not taken. No, duh. She's fine. Sarah Silverman, not taken. I don't know if Milton Berle's funny. Bob Hope, not taken. Bob Joan Hope Rivers, not funny. Dave Chappelle, not taken. Not funny. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, not taken. I almost took her. Kevin James, Patton Oswalt, <laughs> not taken. Stephen Colbert. Jeff Foxworthy. Steve. Jerry Seinfeld, not taken. Yeah, I took Larry David. Martin Short, not taken. Almost. Dana Carvey, not taken. Close. I mean, that's crazy. John Belushi, not taken. Jonathan Winters. Bill Hartman, not taken. One of my personal favorites, John Mulaney, not taken. Jimmy Kimmel, Bill Murray, Carol Burnett, Leslie Nielsen, uh, the great Bob Newhart, not taken. Bill Burr, Brian Regan, John Stewart. Well, you said the, the Foxworthy. Yeah, you said Nate the Bargatze. Yeah, my, Nate, Nate Bargatze would have. 
Here, here are Jeff's John eight. Candy. Max, I know you've written these down. For the audience, here are Jeff's eight. Sam? Robin Williams, Don Rickles, Steve Martin, Chris Farley, David Letterman, Larry da Here's where he loses it. Uh, Larry David, Bernie Mac, and Norm MacDonald. Yeah, just three legends. Here are my eight. All these are legends. Uh, my eight, Richard Pryor, Johnny Carson, Don Knotts, Rodney Dangerfield, Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, Tina Fey, and Jim Carrey. Um, this is I a landslide. I don't think there's any doubt about this one. I have Rickles. I love Rickles. We'll go to our producer, uh, Max Power, and get his thoughts. He hates this. No, I, I well, believe he's going to have to learn to love it's it. It's hard. Norm MacDonald could be probably the best Weekend Update guy. I watch a lot of Norm MacDonald's Weekend Update guys. The two current Weekend Update oh, guys. Oh, they're, the yeah, best. make no mistake. They're, yeah, Shay and, and I can't remember. Colin Jost. Jost is, are great. But watch some Norm MacDonald's right. Weekend Updates, but. You know, Norm Bob, Bob, very funny. Bob had Pryor, Carlin, and Rodney right there. Carlin alone, yeah, I, I have to go with Bob's list. Uh, that's there it is. One guy makes a list. No, Pryor and Carlin and Rodney. That's, okay, that, that's big time. Was Richard Pryor funny? Yes. Oh, my God. Watch his first stand-up. I can't believe stand -up. you just said that. And 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 I watch. I cannot believe it's just uh, it's just foul language for an hour. Is I can't believe you no. just said that. No, he, he yeah, he has a lot yeah, of that, but no, no. Watch uh, Dave Chappelle. Curse for an hour. I'll go listen to Richard Pryor. That's fine. It's Have not. Have you ever watched the movie Silver Street? None of those movies are funny oh. anymore. <laughs> We've moved past it. <laughs> Silver Street with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor and the jail scene is one of the funniest scenes in the history of cinema. Yeah, but my people are actually like funny. Watch prior stand up. And and would, check I'll out J Dave Chappelle's uh there was a video, a fake video he did in the show about the uh the copy shop. <laughs> Watch the copy shop training video by Dave Chappelle, Jeff. Well, I don't think Dave Chappelle's funny either. Yeah, well, hey well, that's okay. You lost. I mean you had funny guys yeah, on there. I Farley's lost. funny and Bernie Mac. I love the Bernie Mac show. But uh, you know, Steve Martin, Robin Williams. I mean, these are like funny people. We're not talking like famous stand-up. It's not that Robin Williams wasn't funny. Like funny people. He was the 80s um, Jonathan Winters. He basically was Jonathan Winters for the 80s. He was funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I won the competition through Max. We'll put it on Twitter, and we'll see how much I win that by. I mean, I'm confident. I'm, I'm, I'm brimming. Here's what you need to do on Twitter. Don't put our names on it. Say this group or this group. All right, funny. I'll do that. And then that's a loser's mentality. Well, it might be, but it's also uh, a way to get more that's honest. A no confidence, little whiny. Yeah, because it's on your po it's on your uh, account. So of course you have more. You follow your followers are going to vote for you. To talk about skewed. I dominated you in the Beatles song one, and I got 51% of the vote, and I absolutely crushed you. Oh, no, you didn't. I did. No. Nobody's crushing anybody. These are all great lists. I just happen to think that I picked the better lists. My, my list has more depth. 
when I'm picking Jim Carrey eighth and you're picking Norm McDonald, there's no comparison. If, there, if there's a human being on earth that thinks Jim Carrey's funnier than Norm McDonald, yeah, no, I don't no want to even yeah. know that person. No way he was funnier than Norm. If there's no a way. human being on earth who thinks George Carlin isn't funnier than Larry David, I don't want to meet that person. Okay, well, that's pretty close, actually. Both of those guys are as innovative as it can possibly be in comedy. Great job, Max. We appreciate it. Nice uh, nice effort. Jim Carrey. And I uh, I won it through Max. Because he talks out of his butt. Now we'll put it on Twitter, and we'll see how it goes. No, we will. Uh, Jim Foltz joins us, the Goddard head baseball coach, the Lions in action uh, coming up Thursday, one fifteen. Uh, against St. Thomas Aquinas out at X Stadium here in Wichita in the 5A State Tournament. Coach Foltz, welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. I told uh, Jeff earlier that back in the day when he was playing high school baseball, uh, you were coaching at that time. So that means since he's now 70, that means you've been around a while. Yes, I, I have to agree with you, Bob. Yeah, I remember Jeff and that North High team very very vividly pretty good group they had at that time so here you are still doing it still at goddard uh where you've you've made you've coached a lot of guys that have come through your program and gone on and done good things what is it about coaching high school baseball that uh that you enjoy so much you know bob i think the one of the greatest parts about it is we have we have time to practice on so many of the the basics, the skills, the intangibles, the instincts, those type of things, and just to see the, the growth and maturity in, in kids in the game is probably one of the greatest joys. So, yeah, you were uh, obviously with the Wingnuts for a while. You went back to Goddard. I, just tell us about your path because I know it's it's not been just a, a one-way street for you with Goddard, but you've uh, been there a couple times. Yeah, well, I, I started in uh, – 1984 at Goddard High, uh, teaching and coaching, and uh, was 20 years as an educator and a coach. Went into administration in uh, 2005, um, spent uh, nine years in administration at Goddard and also at uh, May South Middle School. And uh, you're exactly right. The wingnut opportunity presented itself. A good friend of mine is uh, Kevin Hooper and uh, that was a pretty good match. We had a very successful run of five years, and when that ended, uh, this so happened to be uh, Goddard was, was looking for a, a coach, and I needed something to do, so I jumped at the opportunity to to work with kids again. Jim Colts, our guest, and I, and I want you to tell us about your team, but I want to ask you a broader question because I'm a, involved in a baseball league now, and we talk about the development of players and and we're, you know, we're partly in the business of trying to develop some good players in League 42. Uh, is the system we have nowadays a good system for the development of players? Are we doing the right things by them with academies and and uh, travel teams? Or is that is that helping baseball? Is it hurting it? Is there is it just status quo? What's your opinion on all that? You know, Bob, at the that's a multi-leveled question. Um, the the biggest thing I, I see is kids having a desire to play and, and wanting to play and learn. Um, I think what you're doing with League 42 and a lot of the youth leagues, I 
I have a chance to go watch some uh, nephews play, and I now have a grandson coming up. Uh, people are spending the time teaching the basics. Um, and as long as those basics uh, continue to get uh, supported, um, expanded in some ways, um, I think that, that makes the game good. I I sense sometimes it, it, it gets to be more about um, just playing games, and uh, that's kind of a result of – of doing things on a consistent basis. And, and sometimes I think some things get overlooked at times, but, you know, you also see teachable moments and uh, some of the organizations do a wonderful job uh, capitalizing on those that present themselves. So um, I, you know, the system is as good as the, the young men want to invest in it. And uh, we believe in getting better every day. Um, that's, that's your goal. And, you know, we're, we're blessed to have practices three times a week. Um, and I think those, that's, that's kind of the classroom on carpet, as we call it. Um, we're going to teach you something, and we're going to work. We did it today, fundamentals, basics of fielding, yeah, hitting, you, and throwing. Yeah, Go ahead, for Jeff. sure. What Go do on. you see – no, my bad. What do you see as kind of the gaps between talent and – at what you've mentioned as the basics, because obviously you have a team uh, that is talented enough to get to state. I'm sure uh, working with them on the basics has only elevated them. So how do you uh, kind of, you know, balance those things and what are the gaps between those two things? I think, you know, we, we always stress that, uh, you know, there's situations uh, pitching, there's situations base running, hitting, and those situations you need to try to maximize your opportunity for success and uh you know as well as anybody the game is is based on 70 percent failure a lot of times especially at the plate so we try to minimize that in itself um we call it the uh the 150 foot fly ball um that's one of our big taboos just you know it's you're not ready you're late something was wrong and and let's let's stay away from that so same way with fielding you know we 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 play on a lot of carpet. Hey, it'd been nice to play back in the day on carpet, but you know, Hey, you ought to, you ought to be able to field and throw everything. And so you, you basically just try to minimize the mistakes that are going to happen anyway. They're, they're kids. They're trying their hardest. I know we're going to have some nerves. We're going to have to overcome Thursday, but you know, you just try to keep it as simple as possible and, and hopefully you've built up their instincts enough. Jim Fultz, our guest, Goddard's head baseball coach, the Lions in action, 115 this Thursday against St. Thomas Aquinas, the first round of the 5A state baseball tournament at X Stadium. So tell us a little bit about your team. Who are some of the guys that uh, that you'll need to perform well to have a chance to move on and, and maybe have a chance to win this thing? Well, I, I think our entire lineup uh, – Starting with our starting pitcher, um, we'll, we'll have Colton Watkins on the hill. He's a junior. Um, Mason Healy, another junior in center field, leads off for us. And um, Gosh, I can go through, all the way through the lineup. Austin Rudkin at short. And uh, Colton happens to hit three. And uh, senior in right field, Sandler Boyer. He's, he's our only senior starter right now. So um, the – couple of sophomores that have contributed real well, Landon Colehorst and uh, Easton Vieira. Um, our our second baseman, Nick Rogers, basketball kid who's, who's 
some glue for us on the infield. So, um, you know, we uh, we rely a lot on Colt. He throws he throws a pretty good game, and uh, I think we have a chance to uh, to be in it. And hopefully, the bats come around as well. All right. Well, we appreciate you stepping away from your practice for just a minute to talk to us. I really do appreciate that. Best of luck as the Goddard Lions uh, go into the 5A state tournament. Uh, we'll be keeping track of things and uh, hope it hope it goes well, Coach Foltz. Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks. All right. Take care. That's uh, Jim Foltz, the head baseball coach at Goddard. We'll be talking to uh, more of those folks as the week goes on as we uh, highlight the spring championships uh scott pass from ksh saa covered our guy to get him on to preview the track and field meet he's uh he's on top of stuff well that's a big meet there's a lot to be on top of yeah what are you checking what i'm trying to i don't figure, like it when you I'm disengage trying to figure out your tweet i don't like it when you disengage very hard to read what do you mean very hard to read? This whole bunch of names. You don't really number the list, so it's list one or list two. Uh, I'm obviously going to vote list one. Oh, now you're giving away who your your list is. Or two. Well, now, th- why'd you do that? Well, if they were listening, they already know. But if they weren't listening, this was done for those uh, many who weren't listening, right? Right, but if they're listening now, they still are listening, and they were listening before. And it makes well, what, sense. What we've had so far is list one uh, off to a good start. So, you know. Funny how that works, right, when you don't uh, put your name on it. Well, no, that's, that's, that has nothing to do with it. Or Pryor, Carson, Knotts, Dangerfield, Murphy, Carlin, Faye, and Carey. That's obviously. <laughs> what What's wrong uh, with Jim Carey? not funny. Why was he the biggest thing going in movies for a decade? Because he appealed to the masses. Because the masses like bland. It, they like Jay no, Leno beat David Letterman in the ratings every week. Well, I he's don't know about that. He's safe. I don't know about that. Uh, people like, uh, you know, who on this show is more popular? You're bland. I appeal uh, to the masses. Thank you, you. But do you think you're more popular? No, I don't know. Well, what do you think? Probably not. Well, then, then why? If if bland is where it's because at, because radio has a it skews older for listening audience. <laughs> now there's another ageism thing. Not ageism. I'm 40. I mean, it's not like I'm 20. We got all kinds of ways to listen to the show. There's very few people actually listening on their radio. They're 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 uh, uh, streaming Phones. it. They're whatever they do. They're listening on their phone. The Odyssey app. Uh, they do all kinds of things. We sure do. That's phone. And we appreciate it to anyone who uh, takes the time to listen. Thank you very much for doing so. We'll be back with a final thought after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.